everybody. Hi, sir, on the phone. Am I here? Sir, hello. I believe you are somewhere. I can't verify that you are here because I don't know for sure. Wait, do I? But you're somewhere in my phone. Are are we doing philosophy? Do I exist? Who is that? Descartes? Well. Okay, okay. We're already just... Who are you? Okay, so hi. I don't know for sure if you're even hearing anything out there because we're trying a new audio format, but we are going back to an old show. So new audio, old show, Pop and Jay show. This is a little quaint little podcast that my father and I do. You're Pop. I'm Jay. Everyone's doing a podcast now, but I swear we were doing podcasts. Like, not before they were cool, but like in the middle of them being cool. Just FYI. Hold on. I'm kind of old. You're going to have to refresh my memory. You're saying we did a podcast? Yeah. I can't remember the number, but it was like quite a few of them. And we talked about a lot of stuff because we like to talk all the time. Well, that's Well, we actually don't get to talk all the time anymore. I used to talk to you like a lot, a lot, a lot. And now I talk to you not so much. But I guess that's growing up. Yeah. I blame that meddling new interloper that you have. I got a couple of them. Yeah, they're pretty meddlesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, yep. so we, like I said, we have some, we have, we had to figure out a way to do a podcast quicker because it was hard to get the whole setup every time we wanted to talk because we just, neither of us have time anymore. And what is time? I think that will be a good show for us to go back to. We've talked to a lot about time, but man, time is. But, so if we had a podcast. Uh, what was it? What was it called? Who are we? I, I, I thought I said it. We're Pop and Jay. We're a father-daughter duo. This is the Pop and Jay show. So I'm okay, the Jay any, part. Anyone that's, anyone that's still listening, uh, we're several minutes in, and now you know who we are. Thanks for sticking around. Now you can go. Wait, no, stay. Maybe you could stay, because today we're going to talk about whatever the subject du jour was for us. We're only going to, we're going to do a very short revisit back to our good old show and just talk a little bit about something at hand right now. Something I wish I had in my hand right now with a Chick-fil-A sandwich. So (laughs) that is my segue into talking about cancel culture. And this is a big topic right now. So as Catholics, which we are, this show is, kind of our take on how do we exist in this world as Catholics, as Americans, as humans. And right now, a lot of people are talking about cancel culture between Kaepernick and Chick-fil-A and myself thinking about Disney. I love Disney stuff. You love Marvel stuff. But at some point, I don't know. Are they the same now? With them. Yes. Yeah. Everybody's going to be Disney soon. One of my students asked me if uh, it would be someday in the future, maybe Disney might run for president like as a company. <laughs> and I said, they probably do a pretty good job because I worked at Disneyland. Wait, and that's a tight wait, ship. Let's, let's check the criteria. To be president, you have to be a naturally born U.S. citizen. So Disney was born in the U.S. Check. You have to be at, you have to be at least 35 years old. Check. Yep, yep, yep. Um, wow. Uh, geez, I guess that's it. I, 
I would be super excited to see Mickey Mouse getting sworn in. I'm just saying that. Poof. Or Captain America. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so oh, we digress. He's not. My thought is that uh, he's not what? He's he's never going to do that. He's too good for that. Sorry. So, so, so speaking of, so cancel culture, this idea that if you don't like somebody's politics or something, you, they shouldn't exist. They should be canceled. They should be gone. And, um, the differences between there's that, but then there's also some people choose not to patronize a, a certain place because they feel like that thing that they believe in or stand for, they would actually be supporting that somehow. That's different, right? Not supporting someone versus wanting to cancel them. Right. Yeah. So, like, not going to Chick-fil-A because you just think that, like, if you were a person who thought that Chick-fil-A was actually doing something to hurt gay people or whatever your issue is with them, then I could see you maybe not going there. The evidence is not there for that at all. It happens to just be a Christian, you know, founded company that tried for a long time to stick to their principles. We could talk about how well they're doing that now. Um, yeah. But trying well, to cancel just, them all together because of beliefs they have, that's the problem we're in right now. And by the way, uh, I read more into that. For those who don't know what we're talking about, um, the militant leftists and the LGBTQ mafia went after Chick-fil-A. They've been after them for years, but they had a new tactic where they, the same thing they do to a lot of companies, they, they went after their sponsors and uh, they protest every time they try to open a new store and it's gone worldwide. And what finally apparently pushed Chick-fil-A to acquiesce to some of these terroristic demands is they tried, they were going to open up somewhere overseas, London and somewhere else. And those politicians over there are woke. Oh, we should add woke to this because it's all about woke. Um, they, yeah, we need like a glossary. Yeah. And and so Chick-fil-A finally said, fine, what do you want? And they gave them their list of demands. And one of their demands was that they stop. Chick-fil-A is probably the most charitable corporation Maybe in the on the planet, they give to so many different foundations, and they they've done more for hunger and homelessness, and you name it. <clears throat> and they every year they give a huge grant to an organization that I work with a lot. In fact, I talked to a guy from it yesterday at the Salvation Army. Salvation Army, without them, you would know what a homeless problem is in this country because right now the government ain't doing Jack Diddley. But places like uh, organizations like Salvation Army are doing God's work quite literally, uh, massive scale. They are feeding and clothing and housing people. And so Chick-fil-A said, fine, we won't give the Salvation Army any more money. And as soon as they announced that, the the mafia said, that's fine. But now here, this, 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 and this, a whole new set of stuff. It, it, it's just insane. They, they cannot... You can never appease. So did they stop? Did they stop donating to the Salvation Army? Yeah, yeah. They, I'm they not all no the way up money. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah, Chick Fil A said no more, no more money for Salvation Army because 
and not just Salvation Army. There was a list of places that the the mafia determined were not friendly to LGBTQ. And so Chick-fil-A even released in their little press release that they won't be giving anymore to any organizations that are hostile to LGBTQ. Well, who decides if an organization is hostile to them? Well, the mafia does. So everyone is hostile to them, everyone who does not worship them. And it's, it's really, really angering. It makes me that little red face emoji because uh, we, yeah. are, we I, I are being swallowed by the crocodile, like the old saying that appeasement is, is, you know, feeding the crocodile and hoping that he'll eat you last. Well, and so, okay, so there's that, that's the cancel culture. And by the way, I just very quickly went to the Salvation Army's website just to see what do they do just in my area. I went to their website, I typed in my zip code. And there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 services within my zip code area, like just five miles of my where I am, 10 miles maybe. There's a community center that offers food and nutrition program, like everything. Senior citizen clubs. Uh, this one is a child development center, emergency shelters for the homeless. This is all just under the Salvation Army these are all free services available to people just in my zip code. Like, that's crazy. Well, I didn't realize but, they were so. Just a quick example. The gentleman I spoke with last night, he was running one of their angel tree things at the mall where they take donations to get money. And we were just chatting. He's a volunteer, like all of them are. And he's a, a pastor for some small church. But just this guy and his his little chapter, and it's, it's only one of many, many in our county, uh, three times a week, his little chapter, he has like four volunteers. They feed 600 people three times a week, two meals. Just this one little chapter. It, it, and, and then you think about it on a global scale, uh, because somebody got a burr in their saddle that the Salvation Army, because they have on their in their charter, they they mention God, I guess, and God, of course, we know is the ultimate anti LGBTQ person. What was uh, it about the Salvation Army? Do you know, like, with the anti LGBTQ? Well, is it is it legitimately just they're Christian? Yeah, they're Christian. They're Christian, um, and I'll tell you anecdotally because I am a police officer and I see a lot of the homeless stuff and the programs I, I deal deeply with them. I'm also in charge of crisis intervention for my department and the Salvation Army uh, really takes care of a lot of people in that group, that LGBTQ group. And I have never heard of nor seen, and I know I never will, any instance where they turn someone away or anything because of who or what they are. Uh, it just According to the Salvation Army, according to their website, <clears throat> They have a section on the LGBTQ community and the Salvation Army. All people are deserving of Christ's love, regardless of race, gender, ethnicity, sexual orientation, or gender identity. The Salvation Army Army is committed to serving the LGBTQ community through, and it's all the same pr- things that they have for any for any other group. It says more than a quarter of LGBTQ Americans are food insecure and rely on the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP. As one of the nations, so it talks about programs that they do. 
uh, acceptance, same thing that they do for everybody else, sobriety stuff, all the, like, I, so, yeah. Four out of ten homeless youth identify, like, they have information about being LGBTQ and uh, that they are welcoming. I, there's Q&A, there's nothing on here that looks, anyways, so I, we don't have a lot of time for this podcast, but I'm very glad that we talked about even just what we have so far because I am like stuff like this. Part of what I don't think the left gets is that when they do their cancel culture stuff, it fires up the base. I bet you, if we look into it, is bet you a word B E T C H O O? I bet you no, that the Salvation it, Army it, it, has. <laughs> it's actually B E T C H A. Betcha. Oh, betcha. This actually makes me want to um, contribute to them. I'm going to look into this. This might be one of my charities that I'm being called to to go to. I love this, just their name, too, the Salvation Army. What a cool name. Yeah. Yeah. Those Um, are the bell ringers outside every store at Christmas time, and they have their little red. Oh, you remember the blue? And still in my mind, so I don't know if this is cancel culture or if this is the other thing we're talking about, but I still get a tick in my eye, a twitch, um, and almost don't want to go to Target because they don't allow them. It's still just, uh. I know, I know. And see, now you're surrendering to the cancel culture. But but the difference, I think, between you making a personal uh, moral decision whether or not to go somewhere or support something like me with the NFL. Um, I don't. I stopped watching yeah. NFL games two years ago. I I miss football so much. I it, I have a huge hole in my heart. But that was a personal decision. But you know what I'm not doing? When I see other people watching NFL, I don't jump up on a table and throw like pink paint on them and put on a red vagina, pink vagina hat, and call them all idiots and i just made my own personal decision i don't even support you don't have to say that word on this podcast oh sorry sorry i I, (laughs) did i did i say i said nfl didn't i exactly did you mean did you mean another word no just keep going (laughs) uh yeah so anyway I, i my point was that we all can make our own uh, decisions, but when you when you make it a cause, everything has to be a cause, and and I think that's maybe the root of the whole woke culture. Uh, you know, even Obama. It, it recently, I don't know if you saw his little video he did at a college, but he called out the woke culture. I think his daughter, because she's going to college, I think she must have told him that these people are nuts. You know, this this idea of purity and you're never compromised and you're always politically woke and all that stuff, I, you should get over that quickly. The world the world is messy. There are ambiguities. People who do really good stuff have flaws. People who you are fighting may love their kids. And, you know, share certain things with you. And, and, and I think that one danger I see among young people, particularly on college campuses, Malia and I talk about this. Yara goes to school with my daughter. 
Um, but I do get a sense sometimes now among certain young people, and this is accelerated by social media, there is this sense sometimes of the way of me making change is to be as judgmental as possible about other people. And that's enough. Like if I tweet or hashtag about how you didn't do something right or used the word wrong verb or then I can sit back and feel pretty good about myself because, man, you see how woke I was? I called you out. <laughs> Yeah, but Obama's probably, starting to seem like uh, <clears throat> pretty sane, comparatively. Well, what he's really telling them is, hey, guys, uh, wait until after you're elected to show them how far left you are. But anyway, he called out the woke thing, and he made some good points. He said, uh, it's actually a really good short video, if you could find it. Just to, you know, look for uh, Obama and woke culture. But he said, just, you know, you, 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 you get in someone's face and you tell them, that they're bad or they're not moral for something, and then you go home and you feel satisfied, and that's that's the extent of your activism. Um, and that's what it's about. It's about the, they call it virtue signaling. And my own theory on it, and perhaps sometime we can talk longer, but my theory on it, and I believe it's a sound theory, is the old saying, if you don't believe in something, you'll believe anything. Uh, these people, a lot of them were raised completely devoid of any moral compass. They they didn't have uh, a good, like a foundation of what's right, what's wrong, what's actually right and wrong. And they feel like their life doesn't matter. They don't know, why, why am I not, I got to feel good about myself. I hate myself. I got to, and so by virtue signaling, by, you know, putting on those hats or going to a protest or whatever. It or like the, the kids who the kids who just sat on the field and almost kept the football college football Harvard, game the other Harvard, day from happening? Harvard, Yale. In an hour and ten minutes, they delayed that football game. Over, yep. well, I think and it was accomplished over the, nothing. the global, global warming or something. And But yeah. that's what I'm talking It's exactly what we're talking about. Like, wait, did the Harvard and Yale football players and their family and friends in the stands, did they do something to you? What What are you doing? Oh, well, we're virtue signaling. We're showing the world that we're better than you. We're better than everybody, and you better listen to us or we're going to protest whatever you're doing, too. Even if it's completely irrelevant to our, to our cause du jour, and it is a cause du jour, by the way, because it's constantly changing, and all it is is a way designed to make mobs of people feel like they're better than other people and to keep, and of course, to keep voting Democrat. That's all this whole thing is. It's so, nothing more than that. Okay, so, so as I'm like trying to figure out what, what the differences are and like, why is this important? Because, okay, so there, there, the what got this into my mind was thinking about the companies that I like, like Disney or Marvel, which is the same company. But you know, as I'm watching media that they put out, and something happens, or Disneyland because we're going there in a couple of days. Um, so as I experience these things, and maybe something happens, or I see something, or something's in one of these films that is just like beyond, like they've gone to a place that I can't. 
I can't justify it anymore. Like, or is, is that a thing basically, you know, is there something, and I've thought about this many times I used to work at Disneyland and I thought sometimes it might be my career to be there, but could there be something that that company could do? Like, you know, they have, they have pride days now and it's not that I don't think people should be allowed to celebrate that. Cause like the private citizens were doing pride day for a long time, but then Disney started like, kind of sponsoring it by having things for sale that were all rainbow colored and everything. And so basically at some point, do I stop supporting them as a whole company? And I know some people do that. Do I pick and choose when some things are just bad? Do I just explain things to my children and try to find the good where it is? Um, do I try to, or as a leftist would, do I try to straight up cancel that entire company and try to bring them down at what point would you try to let's say bring the nfl or disney down if ever well i guess the beauty of of my method and yours and everyone who's normal is if we personally don't feel right about endorsing something or buying something and enough of us feel that way then it will organically it's called the invisible hand like adam smith's invisible hand of the the market the 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 free market because the nfl suffered and still suffering a massive loss of revenue because their viewership plummeted and some of it came back but they're still far below they were where they were before this occurred so do we know uh, any of the numbers for them for that uh, not off my head right now, no, but they exist. I just um, didn't know if they were accessible. I, I, uh, back to one sec for the the, the founding of, of a person the, from childhood on, and like we talked about a few minutes ago, uh, having that foundation. And, and, yeah, religion is a big part of it for a lot of people. For some people it's not, but for a lot of people it is. Peter Kreeft... <laughs> Uh, one of the great quotes from him, he, he says, uh, the world is now a nonprofit organization, and he spelled it P-R-O-P-H-E-T, nonprofit, uh, as in, you know, religion, uh, prophets, God's prophets. Uh, the world is now mm-hmm. a nonprofit organization. We have lost our way. We have lost our way. What did the prophets do in, in the Bible and throughout history? The prophets told people what God said. Like Jonah in Nineveh, God speaks to his prophets and gives them, hey, uh, you might want to talk to so-and-so about so-and-so, and and then they do, and people either listen or they don't. But we don't even have that now. Nobody listens. Nobody, uh, you know, the cacophony of the Internet and everything, and we have lost our way. We don't have a guidance. Even just regular people who just trying to go through their life, they they don't know if they should cancel something. They don't know if, uh, no, maybe, you know, people who don't follow me, maybe the Salvation Army is evil. It sounds like they're terrible, you know, when in truth they're not. But, uh, yeah, we've lost our way big time. We have lost our way. Yeah, I I agree. And I think it's also, like, really important, a reminder when stuff like this happens to to test things. And to see if it is what they say it is, don't take anything at value. And they try to tell you, even sometimes people on the right will say something like somebody is, oh, yeah, they're what a racist, whatever, said something stupid. Because it's also that we didn't even talk about it because we're just 
rushing through this episode. There's so much to talk about, but there's like the whole Dave Chappelle comedian thing too, which is very similar. And he is, um, along with many other comedians, like trying to call people out, like you, cause it's the Twitter cancel culture too. Like you say something 15 years ago and they take it out of context and there's no forgiveness. So along with us being a not nonprofit world, we're also no forgiveness. Like we just, that's it. Crucify him. Crucify him. You just hear people saying it. Like you hear the crowds, you realize like, yeesh, you guys really are like, we fall into that mob thing where it's just like, and that's not good either. So even when I hear something and I'm like, if somebody tells me, oh, yeah, that person, what a, like Kanye, a lot of people with Kanye coming out are just like, yeah, but God, what a pile. Like that guy's done so many bad things. And it's like, I don't know, test it, go listen to it. See, hear what he says, check it out. You know, he's crazy. So he says some crazy stuff too. And so I think there's, it's the both and that Catholic both and that we are famous for as a religion of, yeah, maybe like with Disney, I won't watch that film or allow her to watch that film, but I will allow her to watch that film or something like that. So it's not this, it's like, you know, you're in the wrong when you're, when you find yourself screaming and you're sitting on a football field protesting something that has nothing to do with what is going on and, and stopping people like, you know, and I, yeah. So this is, uh, I, I don't know if you've read, you've probably read it for sure. You've read a billion books. Um, the Scarlet Letter, Nathaniel Hawthorne, classic, you know? Yes. Uh-huh. So, yeah, we are all... Very, yep, that's uh, a great example. We are, like, like right now, the Chick-fil-A and the Salvation Army, they are Hester Prince. Okay, they that was the, the woman, and they made her put a big red letter A on her dress because she was an adulteress mm-hmm. and... Um, so we've, we've come full circle. We're like, actually it's, it's like the Scarlet Letter merged with Brave New World and 1984. Those three, those three books, uh, if you just put them in a blender mm-hmm. and turned it on, that's what we're living in right now. And, and no it's, doubt. it's like, it's it, the old phrase. Have you ever heard the phrase, a circular firing squad? Yeah. Don't want to yeah, be part of that. That's what we are. That's what society has become. It has become the scarlet, brave 1984 world, and society is standing in a giant circle shooting indiscriminately, uh, figuratively, people. I don't mean to trigger you, not, not real guns, but sometimes... Oh, guns, now the but, trigger uh, works, you. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, the trigger word um, and the snowflake word, but wow, what a deep topic. I wish we had more time. Yeah, I I think this this was just the beginning of something, but I think it's good for people to be thinking about. So hopefully we got you guys kind of thinking about it somewhat because uh, it's funny. Christ is always the answer to everything, and like in this age, it's all these leftists and or people, just anybody generally uh, who get into this mindset. And it's funny because people just on a on a mac on a micro level do it at work. You know, when you just like ostracize someone and you're just like ugh or you do it in high school when you just like alienate somebody like you just paint them one way and you're just like ugh canceled you're out of my life ugh. it's very important to to draw that giant line of distinction between personal decision to not do something or support something versus virtue yeah. signaling public spectacle 
of obscenity. I, I think there's a huge difference there. We're called to follow our moral compass. Uh, Socrates said oh, yeah, yeah. the unexamined life is not worth living. The essence of philosophy, and you said it a few minutes ago, is testing things against your own moral compass and all that and, and examining yourself and then acting accordingly. And acting accordingly does not equal mindlessly going off half-cocked and joining a giant cancel co- protest culture thing just because it makes you feel like, well, I really did something there because you've never done anything valuable yeah. in your life, and now you have. And I do think there's differences. Like when we joined the Tea Party, I feel like that was a completely different thing because you're supposed to – anyways, that's a whole other topic. But uh, you're right also in that sometimes – it's not about forgiveness. It's that, no, somebody's not sorry. The NFL's not been, quote-unquote, sorry about what they did. I believe that if they did come out with a and they changed their rules and their policies and mandated people to stand up, that maybe myself and you would be like, you know what, I like this, this patriotic new, you know, approach. So if I'll, even for, to, I'll even settle for them just, just no longer disrespecting me. And my flags yeah. and people who have died for this country. I'll settle for that. They don't even have to get up on a Mia Copa soapbox. I don't care, but at least I stop bleeding. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Okay, well, well so, there's so much more we could talk about. I really appreciate your time today, Pop. I do. Ah, yes, Pop. My time. Time. I will never, oh, I will uh, never cancel you, Pop. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry to hear you say that because uh, as soon as we hang up, I'm canceling you. And I want you to get a All big right. red red letter something on the clothes that you wear because I'm going to point at you. Uh, All right, well, fine. Thanks for sticking around for a few minutes, people. We're coming back soon, I promise. Do I promise, Jeff? But you be careful with that. That's a big word. Uh, put the letter P okay, on you. I, I would like to promise that we will be back soon. How about that? We will. All right. We'll see you soon, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. All right. Moving forward. God bless. All right. Thanks, Bob. Give